this is Prophecy Now. I'm Liberty, your host from Spirit Move Ministry. Let's just jump in and talk about times and seasons, prophecy, everything that God's doing right now, and what we need to be preparing for. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Liberty from Prophecy Now and Spirit Move Ministries. It's awesome to have you listening here on Prophecy Now podcast. I would like to remind you of our Dream Talks deal that we have going on right now. I have an eight-session Dream Talks e-course that I have for sale through spiritmoveministry.co. You have received the first session for free here on Prophecy Now. I would like to offer two coupon codes for those who are Prophecy Now listeners. The first coupon code is PROPHECY10 with a capital P. This will be 10% off either Session 1 or Session 2, basically Dream Talks 1 or Dream Talks 2. Each have four sessions. Or you can bundle it and use the coupon code PROPHECY15 to receive 15% off the bundle of Dream Talks 1 and 2. I hope that you guys will take advantage of these discounts and be blessed by the e-course. And it's awesome to have you as a listener to our Prophecy Now podcast. Hey guys, it is Liberty here from Spirit Move Ministries. Yes, I know it's been a minute. Um, Been a lot going on here, moving into the new place. Um, We were at the Florida Glory Conference in Alabama over the weekend. Um, This word the Lord has been burning in my spirit for over a week. Um, I received it on 717 and he will not quit prodding me and poking me, telling me, Liberty, you need to get this word out because it's in connection to a prophetic dream and a word I released over a year ago in March of 2022. And so... Um, this word that I'm about to release, I'm not going to go into a bunch of announcements. Um, I might talk about a few things here or there, but, um, if you haven't seen anything on my schedule, I've done that on purpose because after coming back into the country and everything, um, uh, and then speaking and doing several events locally, uh, the Lord basically said, you need to focus on promoting your book. And so that's what I've been doing for June and July. So I have not been traveling necessarily, um, unless it's like for me to be spiritually fed. I have not been going and doing events and stuff. I've kind of cleaned my slate for a couple of months, get settled in, promote my book and do all that stuff um, that I'm working on right now, um, interviews and all that. Um, I will be speaking in a large healing um service next Wednesday in Pakistan by big screen live. And, um, so there's other things that I'm doing, um, on the side and we will begin traveling and doing all that again, probably second part of August and on, you'll see a bunch of stuff be thrown on the calendar. So be watching for that. Okay. The fire nights, um, we're going to be doing those all over the state of Florida. Be watching for those dates for the Gen Z fire nights. Uh, Also, we will be coming to do a revival in California and um, in Oklahoma, we're going to be doing a youth revival and uh, there are a lot of exciting things happening. 
Currently looking for a midweek location that could seat 100 to 150 people at least to start, uh, where I can start doing Wednesday meetings, prophetic fire nights. Uh, I'm not becoming a church. God has not called me to do that. I'm a global ministry. My focus is global, not local. Um, but he has told me to begin to devote a service every week to releasing prophecy just over Florida, over the nation, over all the nations and releasing it into the atmosphere and um, providing a place where others can come and join and uh, participate with the Holy Spirit in serious worship, prophetic prayer, releasing of prophecy, and it's going to be geared towards that. And we are calling those prophetic fire nights. And so uh, be praying with us as we look for location. We know one is on the way. I've had dreams, so I know that it's going to show up. Uh, God has given us all this vision and dreams. He's not going to give us all of that without a way to do it. And so we're just waiting to see what God has for a location on Wednesday nights. The reason we're doing it Wednesday nights is because I'm typically always home and I'm local. So uh, I usually am traveling over the weekend, not every weekend, but usually if I'm gone, it's over a weekend. And so I'm more available to uh, be consistent with Wednesday night for the prophetic fire nights. And I'm very, very excited about that, y'all. Okay. I kind of said I really didn't have announcements. I really don't. That's about all you're going to get. My book is out. Go order it on Amazon. Uh, give us a review. We've been getting so many reviews in of people getting delivered, set free. We've been posting them all over social media. Um, God is doing a mighty work through Anointed to Win. You guys, it's a small but powerful book. You need to get it. You need to read it. And um, uh, it, I can't explain it to you. You need to get the book and read it. Amen. Okay. So this word that the Lord gave me, this is a serious warning word and you need to listen to the whole video. Yes, I'm being pushy and bossy and in your face. You should expect that from me by now. Um, I love you guys very much and I'm going to release what God tells me and I'm going to be real. Watch the whole video. Don't comment until you watch the whole video. I'll have people commenting five minutes into the video, a video, you don't even know what I'm saying. Um, watch the whole video, get the entire word. You don't want to miss, this is a times and seasons prophecy, but also you're going to learn about three spirits that the, that the enemy is currently and has been over this last year preparing um, to unleash on the earth and onto God's people to destroy us. And so you don't want to miss any part of this video and this word, amen. Okay, so um, I was deep in prayer and just worshiping as usual and um, out of nowhere, the Lord, I wait for him to speak to me. Um, I typically spend several hours early every morning with the Lord um, in prayer, uh, praying in the spirit, just listening, um, uh, worshiping. I allow him to speak and share what he wants to share. And almost always every day I get some kind of prophetic word or vision. Uh, it's a normal thing. And so on this particular morning, I didn't really get a vision. Uh, I was just deep in worship. And he just literally said to me, um, because I kept feeling like, okay, there's weird stuff in the atmosphere happening, weird stuff in my house, weird stuff in Florida, weird stuff in the nation. I could feel the weirdness. I know that if you're prophetic and you're an intercessor also, 
um, and you're a seer, you're, you're going to know what I'm saying. It, it, it's like, okay, God, what is up? Something is up. There's so much stuff up. What is going on? Like I can feel it out in the atmosphere that, um, it's hard to explain if you're not, if you don't do what I do or carry what I carry, but those of you that do this, you're prophetic or you're a prophet, um, and, and you're a seer, you're going to understand, you can feel it. Like it's chaos in the atmosphere. It's, um, th things are off, not clear. And you can feel it like your whole, if your times and seasons, especially, um, profit, you can feel it. You, you just know, okay, there's a shift happening. You have to understand there's some amazing shifts happening in particular targeted at different parts of the body, different parts of the earth, different parts of the world. But then there's certain things that the enemy's up to. And then there's certain things that God is up to. This is going to be a word all about what the enemy is up to. Because that's what I was basically deep in worship. And I'm like, okay, God, I can feel the enemy is up to something in the atmosphere. What is going on? What is this that I've been feeling for this last week? And it had started like on July 3rd. And, uh, and I was just like, I can't take it no more. You need to tell me something, Jesus, because I can feel it. And I need to know what this is. So if there's something we need to take care of or whatever. And so... Um, as I was asking him, you know, as I was worshiping and I'm just like, Lord, what is going on? Um, this is what he said to me. And this is the word he gave me. Get ready, you guys, and buckle up. Okay. Because this is a serious warning word. And we're going to be renouncing some things at the end. And we're going to be getting you prepared with some deliverance prayer. Watch the whole video. Um, the Lord really needs you to hear his heart today. And you need to pay attention. Okay. Um, be ready to be interactive with this, with this word. Okay. Um, and I kept, when, as I kept asking him what's going on, um, all of a sudden I felt the glory resting on me. And, um, he said, evil is upon you. And I said, you know, evil is upon me. And he said, yes, evil is upon you. Evil is upon my people. Evil is coming upon my people to bring destru destruction and harm. The devil is bringing an all-out assault against my people to bring them off track. This evil is being sent out on a grand scale to hinder, block, and disrupt my people and keep them from fighting the battle. Um, basically fighting, let me see what I wrote here, you guys. Sometimes I can't read my own writing. Um, to keep them fighting battles that are not mine. They're not my battles. Um, I called them that I called them to fight for or to start. So we're fighting things we're not supposed to be fighting. They're not battles that God wants us uh, interacting in. They're a distraction. They're meant to bring uh, destruction and harm, not uh, fruit, basically. There's no fruit in it that I have not called you to fight or to start. Evil is being unleashed like never before against my people to bring destruction and harm like never before. This harm is to slow down my work and to wear my people down with distractions that are not of me. As my glory explosion is upon my people and preparing to do its work, the enemy is sending out schemes to counteract the moving of the glory 
that will come and move with this glory explosion. I am releasing on a grand scale. The enemy is attempting to come in like a flood to bring destruction to what I've been doing. He wants to tempt my people and trap them through the man of glass. This represents the return of the demons at work prophesied in Jude 1. These demons are pouring out an all-out assault of these three principalities to distract, tempt, destroy, um, to destroy, to destroy marriages, pull people into marriages that are not of me, or plan to disrupt uh, the plans I've had since the beginning of time. My people must, and I repeat, must fight like never before against this evil being unleashed to cause people to fall, to lose their way. You must stand against it. You must declare what you know to be true, right, and pure. Stay focused and bind confusion and fear and stand on the truth of my word and my spirit. And so you're probably wondering, you know, what was prophesied in Jude 1? Jude 1 11. And what's interesting too is 111, 11, 11 can mean amazing things, but it also represents um, the enemy and what he's up to too. Jude um, 1, because there's only one, 11 says, um, Woe to them, for they have gone the way of Cain. They have gone the way of Cain, have run greedily in the air of Balaam, Balaam, whatever you want to say, for profit and perished in the rebellion of Korah. And so if you go back to the beginning of, of 2022, March of 2022, the Lord gave me a dream on 2-11-22. 11-22, for real. You guys, numbers matter. For real. Okay? Um, the Lord gave me a dream uh, that the man of glass was preparing to return. And he gave me a vision um, in my dream of a nine foot man of glass um, attacking me that had attacked me before I was saved. He reminded me of that in the dream and said he is preparing to return to mess with my people um, to attack the body of Christ. And so I released a word in March 2022 that the man of glass is preparing to return. And um, when I had asked had that dream and I asked the Lord, what are you talking about? You need to go back and watch that word, you guys. It's like 20 minutes. Go back and watch it. Um, it's like from, from March of 2022. You can find it on here on the channel. Um, the Lord said, uh, the man of glass that attacked you before you were saved. I'm not going to go into all that. But before I was saved, um, I kept getting attacked with demons. No, I was not on meth. No, I was not high. It, the devil did not want liberty getting saved because I became a psycho for Jesus. And so he, he pulled out an all-out assault to keep me from getting saved. And as you know, I was a teenager. When I was 16, and I'm going to add this in there so you guys understand, but you need to go back and watch the Man of Glass um, prophetic dream warning, Okay. Um, but he's referencing it again. Now he's like Liberty, the man of glass is at work. This is what you're feeling and what you're seeing when you're feeling things are off. People are off. 
People are doing things they shouldn't be doing. People that you never thought would do the things that they're doing. And so I'll get into that here in a minute. But when I was 16, I was getting attacked by demons. Very, very long story short, go back and watch my um, testimony on 700 Club. I don't know if I go into the story of the man of glass. I can't remember. But they featured my life story on the 700 Club. And um, you need to go back and watch it. Embracing a power um, stronger than the occult. Okay. So go back and watch it and you will see a good portion of my testimony and when I got saved and everything. Um, and so the man of glass was an actual real demon that came after me. Okay. Now at the time I had no clue what was happening. I was 16. I had all these weird things that were happening to me and I didn't know what they were because I was not raised in church. And so, um, a family member said, you need to go talk to our pastor. They were saved. I was not, I had no idea about any religion, not a clue. I went to this Pentecostal pastor, praise Jesus. They were Pentecostal and spirit filled, um, to this pastor. And they're like, it's the devil. And I was like, what does that even mean? I had nothing, no context. Okay. I was not raised in church. I don't understand none of that. And he said, it's demonic. It's, it's demons attacking you. When I described everything that was happening to me, he's like, it's totally demonic. And I was like, okay, well, what do I do about it? And he read some scriptures to me, um, where Jesus talks about, you know, rebuking and all that. And so binding, loosing, I don't know. You guys have to understand. I had zero foundation. I'm like, I don't even know what rebuke means. What is that? And so, um, I, I had nothing to base anything off of. All I know is he said, when the attacks are coming at you, you need to rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I said, okay. And, um, and I was, didn't know what that meant. I had no clue that there was any kind of power in the name of Jesus. How would I know that? I knew nothing. So that was the whole meeting. It was 30 minutes. It wasn't nothing. He got right to the point. It's demonic liberty. You need to rebuke the devil. Um, and so fast forward, the man of glass, I'm in my apartment. Um, I'm 16. I wake up, I start getting attacked by demons. Um, I see them crawling on the walls and I'm like, what the heck is going on? I went back in my room and I hid for real. You guys, if you have not heard this part of my story, you need to go watch the other, watch the 700 club. Um, anyway, in, enjoy the story. Okay. So this is all legit. So I come out of the room and I'm just getting up like to go get my morning tea or whatever. I don't even know what I was doing. I don't even know. I was 16 and probably wasn't tea. I don't know. But I come out of the, uh, my room in the apartment and all of a sudden I see all these black things start climbing on the walls. And I'm like, what is going on? And so I panic. I run back in the room and I hide. Okay. Um, you need to understand the real Liberty typically doesn't, I'm not fight or flight is your typical response. I'm not flight in case you wondered, I'm fight, not flight. Okay. So, um, I went and I hid in the room and I was like, okay. And I started coming up with a strategy. I did a bunch of sports growing up. I'm very competitive. So I'm like, okay. How can I get out of here and run faster than the demons? And I was like, I've got to get out of here. 
I didn't know they were demons. I just knew it was dark things on the walls. My, it was my guess, but I wasn't, I didn't know anything. So I wasn't like, oh Lord, help me. I couldn't say that because I didn't know anything. I didn't pray to Jesus, okay? I was not saved. I had no clue. And so I was hiding in the room and I was like, okay, if I can run faster than the demons or the dark things trying to come at me on the walls and I can get out the front door, I'll be safe. So I literally came up with a plan to outrun the demons. This was what I was going to do, you guys. I'm telling you, this is going to so fall in line with the way of Cain. Psst, you just wait. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going to outrun the demons. Okay. And so this is my thought process is how do I get out of here? How do I meet this challenge and win? Because I was competitive. So um, I, I come out of the room and I'm like, I just have to run really fast. And so like the demons weren't listening to me coming up with this whole plan. Okay. I didn't know that. So I come out the door and all the demons start coming, but even faster. And I started to run around through the living room and I'm sliding on the floor thinking I am going to be faster than these demons. They will not win because I was in track. I won medals. Don't mess with me. I'm fast. Okay. Liberty. And I'm running and I'm going around and it was, I was not fast enough. My feet slipped and I fell back on my back and they just literally were coming at me and were like literally almost to me. And in that split second, literally out of nowhere, I remembered, he said, rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I had no clue of anything. But in that moment, God, the Holy Spirit, even though I wasn't saved, brought it to my memory. And I was like, oh, he said rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ. And so I did. I stuck my hand out and I pointed right at the demons on the walls. And I said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Get out of here. And when I said that immediately, all the black things left, poof, they disappeared. They were gone. Okay. I didn't plan on telling you all this. I hope you're enjoying the story. Um, poof, they were gone. And I just sat there in stunned silence. Like what in the world is going on? I, it wasn't clicking still you guys power in the name of Jesus. It wasn't clicking cause I wasn't saved, but I was like, Whoa, they had to listen. Like they had to leave. And so I, I'm like, I ain't playing. I go and grab my purse. I jump up. I'm like, I'm out of here. So I get out of the apartment and I put my purse on my shoulder and I'm like, oh man, and my heart was pumping. Like I had just ran a hundred mile, a hundred whatever dash. And I was just like, oh my goodness, you know? And, um, I was just like, oh, oh hallelujah. I'm out of there. I didn't say hallelujah. Cause I didn't know how to say hallelujah, but I was just walking and I was like, amen. And as I'm walking, I get halfway out my driveway, which was kind of far from the road. And I'm walking and I'm like, I'm going to go to my friend's house. I'm out of here. I got to get out of here. I'm out. And as I'm walking up the driveway, I get halfway out. And all of a sudden, I feel the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Like I was watching a scary movie. Or like I was about to be robbed or something. 
but I felt it from behind and I knew something was massively wrong. And I slowly turned around and I saw a giant nine foot man of glass. It was a demon shaped like a man, but huge. And he was see-through, but it was glass. I'm not joking, you guys. This is the real deal. I turn around and I see him and immediately I panic. I wasn't the real Liberty yet, so I wanted to run. I turn around to start to run and I get like three steps and, and, and I look back in, in my peripheral vision and he starts running after me. Like, really, Liberty? Like, you, you think you can get away from me? And he starts running faster. For real, you guys, this is not a joke. This is the real deal. We could make a movie about my life. It could be like a massive Hollywood hit is my guess. Okay. So this demon is, is a man of glass starts to chase me. I turned back and I was like, oh man. And he started running faster, but he was looking at me really prideful and cocky. Like, really? You think you can outrun me? I'm the man of glass. And so then I turn and I start to run again. I literally take two steps and I stop. And then real liberty shows up. And I said, I turned around and I looked at the demon. I said, I don't think so. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I command you to leave. And poof, the man of glass disappeared. I am not joking. This is a real deal. That was the man of glass. That was my experience. So then in March of 2022, I have a dream. And in the dream, God says, Liberty. The man of glass is preparing to return. He is going to unleash these three spirits on a massive scale. So then when God gives me this recent word and he said, the man of glass is at work, evil, the evil is upon my people. I was like, whoa. And so the man of glass represents in Jude, the way of Cain, the greed of Balaam, Balaam, whatever you want to say, and the rebellion of Korah. And so the Lord said, these three spirits, ever since I released the prophetic warning dream about him preparing to unleash, he said, the time is now. It is upon you, body of Christ. It is upon me. It is upon the church. The Lord said, the way of Cain, I'm not going to get do a whole mass teaching on it, you guys. I mean, I know I probably should. You probably would listen if it would be like an hour long. And maybe I will if, if you guys give me enough feedback. I'll come on and do a deeper teaching. But I'm still going to do deliverance with this video at the end. So keep watching. Track with it, the word, okay? Um, and so when the Lord gave me this, he said, he said, Liberty, Jude 111 is upon you. The man of glass is here. And he is currently in the process of unleashing those three spirits. Cain represents doing stuff in your own way, false religion or religion, doing things in your own, with your own hands, with your own work, with your own efforts, striving. Cain and Abel, Cain's offering was not accepted. He wanted to do it his way, which is religion, but it's false. Okay. It's, it's a false religion, basically a false way of serving God. And so the way of Cain is full of pride and jealousy. And there's a lot of things attached to it, but in with the way of Cain, that spirit of pride, 
uh, is being unleashed. That's one of the spirits being unleashed on the body. And so what does that look like? What does that, what does that cause something like, what's the effect look like? I'm going to give you the shortest examples possible guys, so we can get on with deliverance, but I do want you to understand a little bit. Okay. Um, so basically it looks like if you're full of religion and pride and you're full of doing things out of fleshly works, then you're going to strive and you're going to do things in your own power that God has not told you to do. You're not going to be moving by the spirit. You're going to be moving by your own self to feed, to feed that pride, to feed, um, the way of Cain, which was, he was so upset that God didn't accept his offering. He killed his brother. That pride and jealousy, um, it, it, it shows up sometimes when stuff, bad stuff happens to you, your response to it. So you have to understand these demons are not coming to just destroy you. They're coming to destroy people connected to you. So they want to destroy your marriage. They get your spouse to leave you and go over here and live in adultery or whatever else. And then now um, that, though, that spirit has destroyed your, it came in like a flood to ruin your marriage, to just separate your family. And it worked. It got that spouse lured away. Now it's being unleashed on you and God's giving you a choice. Are you going to go the way of Cain and deal with it and cope with it by doing it your own way in the flesh, using your hands to fix whatever the outcome was? Um, that's the way of Cain. And so then the devil's like, ha, 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 two for one. I came in and I lured your spouse away, but now you're destroying yourself with your own pride because you can't handle what was done to you. So then now you're doing a bunch of things and making wrong decisions and going off half cocked and doing things you shouldn't be doing and, and soothing yourself through pride and fleshly decisions instead of being led by the spirit. And so you have to understand it, it's, it's twofold. You guys, it's, it's what I'm calling the devil's way of being like, yeah, two for one. Um, if I'm going to destroy you both, I'm not just going to destroy the one spouse and lead them off in, into, into lust land. I'm going to also destroy the person who was left behind and rejected by getting them to walk in pride and try to feed that rejection by doing stupid things and making bad decisions that are not spirit led, that are feeding the flesh and feeding pride. And you guys, if you're a mature believer, you're already going to know what I'm saying. Okay. So that's the way of Cain, pride, jealousy, um, wanting to manufacture and get things to happen in your own strength. Not wanting to actually be pure in heart and give God what he's actually asking you and do it his way. You're too busy feeding things. And, and that's what the way of Cain wants you to do. Um, then you have the error of Balaam or Balaam or however you want to say it, Balaam. Um, and that is greed. It's false ministry. It's um, there's lots of different versions of it, but it's lust. It's straight up lust. Um, being manipulated and being able to be basically puppeteered by money. 
you do things. This is the, the line profits. Go watch that word too. Um, you're doing things for money, for fame, to look important, to be special, to get influence. So then you don't always tell the truth. This goes way both ways. You can either be prophesying lies if you're a prophet, or you could be a pastor or an evangelist or a leader over here that's preaching things and um, afraid of hurting people's feelings so you don't ever tell the truth. You don't want to ruffle feathers. Why do you care about ruffling feathers? Give that food for thought. Why do you care about ruffling feathers? If you're doing it for Christ and you're obeying him, who cares what man thinks? So then that reasoning that you have for being afraid of people or afraid of man and not preaching the truth, not telling the truth, not uh, representing Christ well in what you're doing in your ministry or whatever it is you're called to is because not it's not all fear of man. It's a fear of you losing something because of man not liking you. Well, if you follow my ministry enough, you know, I am not like that. And I know a couple people have thought, wow, she's like super overly sassy or she's too real or she's a little cocky. No, there's no pride here. I for real say that. I know you expect people to say that. I'm being real. I know where I was saved from. I was Little Liberty, who was radically saved at age 17. Why? I don't know. And I live every day as radical saved liberty. And I only get worse. I know where I've come from. I'm his, his humble servant through and through in the heart. But I also know there's an authority we carry. And I don't play no game with no demons. That's not cocky. It's called God confidence. I know in whom I serve. Because before I even knew him or had accepted him, his name was all powerful. And so I carry that confidence. So yeah, I can be a little sassy because I ain't playing with no demons. But I honor the King of Kings and I thank him every day that he would even choose to save me and deliver me and set me free. He's the love of my life. And so we can't be afraid to walk out that love, to walk out what the cross did for us, to walk out the power and the confidence of that because of fear of man. And it ends up coming down to money, you guys, and influence. We want to be popular. We want money. I cannot be manipulated by money. I had an, an intimidating uh, Absalom try that with me on one of my ministries I was in while it was the church plant. But the thing is, is um, they tried to intimidate me and they thought because they were the biggest giver at the church that it was going to work. No one in the church knows that. And I'm pretty sure that she went and lied, told a bunch of lies, sucking people into her little Absalom scheme, which is what Absalom did. That's a whole nother video. But the thing is, is um, I can't be bought. I started the church plant with no money. I had no salary. Nobody was paying me to serve the king of kings. 
My own tithe paid the first bills. My own offering. So when that's my beginning, I can't be bought. Because everything I do is for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And so um, the body of Christ, that's the remnant that God's after. He's after a remnant that does not fall to the way of Cain and will give their best offering with a pure heart. A remnant who will rise and not care about money and influence and will speak the truth even if people don't like it. That's the remnant. Number three, the way, basically, Korah. The spirit of Korah. So you have the false religion, the religion doing things in pride and in the flesh, which is the way of Cain. Then you have um, Balaam, who was greedy, uh, influence, money. That means your ministry is false. You're not doing it for God. You're doing it for yourself. You may not think that's what's happening, but that is what's happening. Those spirits are not going to be welcome in the remnant. I'm just keeping it real with you. You guys expect me to. Okay. Number three is the way of Korah, which is a spirit of rebellion. And what did Korah do? Korah uh, rebelled against his leaders. He did not submit to Moses. Moses was the leader and God spoke through Moses. Korah rebelled against Moses. Didn't want to hear the word of the Lord from Moses and acted like he could do it on his own. I can hear for myself. I don't need you, Moses. That's the way of Korah. That's the spirit of rebellion. It's And don't take this wrong. It's not all about, oh, submit to authority. You need to obey. No, it's not like that. But God puts leaders in your life for a reason. And I'm saying this for all you beautiful people out there that do what I do. This is going to be for your people. And hopefully they hear this. God has put that person over you for a reason. If you trust they hear God, then why won't you listen to their voice? Why is their voice only to be heard when you feel like it? Sometimes... You listen and obey because God is telling you to listen and obey. You don't always get to question. So here's the thing. You're probably thinking, well, that's terrible. No, it isn't. There comes a point in your walk with Christ where you have to just obey. You have to just listen. You have to love him and trust him and have faith. Same thing for your leaders. We're not God, but we're here to represent him we're the funnel he pours through and then we release it onto our ministry and we release his heart. Korah did not want to hear Moses' heart, did not care. He didn't see, he saw Moses as a man, not God's voice speaking to him. So because of that, he easily got offended with Moses. He easily got annoyed with Moses, easily, you know, thought that he like had a choice. I'll listen today, but I won't listen tomorrow. I'll listen today, but I won't listen tomorrow. It doesn't work that way. There's, if, if you're doing that, then you're not submitted to God. That means that's your relationship you have with God. You listen to him today, you don't listen to him tomorrow. 
You listen to him today, you don't listen to him tomorrow. That is the way of Korah. These three spirits are being unleashed right now upon you, body of Christ. And this is your warning. This is a serious warning from God. This is no joke. These are the spirits that make up the man of glass. And the Lord said the entire reason they're, they're being poured out is to destroy you, to bring destruction and harm, to distract you, to get you to do things God has not said is his will, to get you to make decisions that are not of God, to throw you off track, to get you chasing after man-made things, influence, money, the way of Cain, uh, doing it your own way, fixing problems in your own pride instead of listening to the spirit, feeding your flesh with your own decisions instead of listening to the spirit. I'm going to tell you this right now. I can't say this enough. You ain't God. I ain't God. He ain't man. So what does that mean? Liberty. What that means is he doesn't think like us. He doesn't do things like us. The spirit is not flesh. And so when we're being the way of Cain, we're, we're no good to God. We're going to destroy our ministry. We're going to crash and burn. That's what's going to happen. And that's the enemy's plan is to steal your fire and to crush you, but not crush you through all of his own attacks, but to crush you through you falling for the spirit of Cain, the spirit of Balaam, and the spirit of Korah, which is pride and arrogance and haughtiness. And it is lust, the greed of Balaam. That's lust, you guys. It's lust. It's lust. And Korah, the spirit of rebellion, which is witchcraft. And so, you guys, I'm going to, I'm going to go because it's been 40 minutes. Not that I care. This is not meant to be a little 10 minute prophecy. I knew I was going to come on here and do a real teaching. I hope you listen to it all the way through because I'm about to pray with you. You guys, God is saying, pay attention. And if you've been making any decisions out of these three spirits influencing you, you need to repent and you need to turn. And you need to figure out the right direction that the spirit is telling you to go in. Because the Lord said, evil is upon my people to destroy you, to make you do things you shouldn't be doing, to distract you, to get you to do walk in all these directions that are not of him. Why is it so important that this spirit is poured out? Because the devil wants you to be trapped in one of those spirits so you don't fully fulfill the call that God has for you. Your ministry doesn't actually finish the job, whatever job you, your ministry has been given. The whole point is to keep you fighting battles that are not of him, to keep you tired and worn out. If you don't go in the spirit, you guys, you ain't going to make it. Flesh will burn you out and kill you. And give you bloodshot eyes. These spirits want to do that to you. They're going to find whatever way in. 
And the Lord made it very clear. They have been unleashed on a massive scale. These three principalities have been unleashed. The way of Cain, Balaam, the greed of Balaam, lust, greed, influence, and the way of Korah, which is rebellion. And so we're going to renounce these spirits right now. Okay, you guys get ready, lift your hands if you want to, but I'm going to pray with you and then we're going to go ahead and close up. But I felt very strongly the Lord's like, you need to do a deliverance prayer at the end. And so I want you guys to repeat after me and um, just be ready. You might feel your eyes trying to close. You might feel yourself wanting to yawn or cough or um, your back hurting, your head start hurting. Ignore it. Keep your eyes open. And finish the prayer. Okay? Are you ready? We're going to renounce the spiritual um, principalities connected to these three ways of living, being, and acting as a Christian, which makes you not a Christian, but that's a whole nother video. Um, are you guys ready? We've got pride, we've got lust and greed, and we've got rebellion. Are you ready? I want you to repeat after me. Just say, um, Dear Heavenly Father, I repent. For partnering with pride, uh, greed, lust, and rebellion. Please forgive me in the name of Jesus Christ. Now get ready. We're going to renounce. Keep your eyes open and don't get distracted by manifestations. Okay? Are you ready? I renounce. Repeat after me. I renounce the spirits of pride, lust, and rebellion. I break all contracts previously made with these spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. Are you guys ready? I'm going to break the yoke. Keep your eyes open. You don't have to repeat after me. I'm just going to break the yoke off of you and we're going to command them to go. Now that you have made it clear to those demons and those spirits, they are not welcome by renouncing them. Okay. Are you ready? Lift your hands and just receive, but keep your eyes open. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just break the yokes of pride, lust, greed, and rebellion off every person at the sound of my voice. I bind those spirits. I cancel their work that has been sent out against the lives of those listening and those receiving prayer. We bind you, pride. We bind you, rebellion. We bind you, lust. And we declare you will not have power over those at the sound of my voice. And we command you to loose them and to take your hands off of them now. And I break the yoke. I break the yoke of all three of those spirits off of every person in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, I just release what's true. I release a pure heart, which is the way of Abel, over each person. I release a pure heart towards you, Lord. A love for you that is the opposite of greed and lust and only caring about what you want, Lord. And I release submission and faith to fill them where rebellion once was. Lord, we thank you and we praise you and we trust you. We trust all that you're doing and we thank you, Lord, for deliverance. We thank you that these spirits will not have power over us or our homes or our families. And Lord, I just cover every person in the blood 
and I just declare a protection over them that your anointing would go before them, behind them, and beside them. I release the blood um, and the power of the blood over their homes, over their children, over their spouses, over their family members, over everything that their hands touch, Lord. We declare that they will walk in purity and truth and your anointing will be evident in their life. Lord, and any of these spirits, there will be no residue of their attack. There will be no connection to what they want to accomplish to come and destroy the body of Christ and ruin the remnant. Lord, I just, I just release that over every person, Lord. And we thank you and we praise you. And we honor you, Lord, and we thank you for deliverance. We thank you for warning us, Lord. We thank you for letting us know these things so we can be ready to guard ourselves and pay attention. And so, Lord, we thank you, we honor you, and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. And I will also throw in there, if you feel like you're being attacked with any of these demons, or you might have been walking in them unintentionally, but now you're seeing the light, I'm going to recommend you fast for your own deliverance, sacrifice and fast unto the Lord, and pray and let him finish the work. Amen. Fasting is very important, you guys. Jesus fasted. We fast. You're not above Jesus. Can I say that again? You're not above Jesus. Okay, one more time. That's the way of Cain. You're not above Jesus. Jesus fasted. If you don't fast, that's a lack of humility. Because you think you're above Jesus and it's not necessary. Wow, was that too in your face? I was feeling really bold there for a second, you guys. I love you, okay? And just so you know, um, Jesus loves you very much. He would not release these warnings unless he loved you. Unless he knew you needed to be aware so that you could pay attention. Because you are loved. Amen? You are loved, you are loved, you are loved. And he doesn't want to see you headed down a road of destruction. He doesn't want to see ministries ruined that don't need to be ruined. He doesn't want to see churches ruined that don't need to be ruined. He wants us to rise stronger as the remnant, not be weakened by these demons that the enemy, Jude prophesied. These spirits would be the three main spirits poured out on the end times, the end time remnant to come against us to make, instead of us becoming apostles, we become apostates. I can't go into all that right now. You can Google it, whatever, look it up. You can make a choice to become an apostle or an apostate, which is apostasy. All those three spirits will cause you to walk in apostasy instead of being a real apostle. Amen and amen. I love you guys. I'm going to go order anointed to win. Go to Amazon. If you've read it, give it a review. Amen. And also send us your testimonies, we will post them and create them for social media into um, testimonies for people to hear. Amen. Okay, you guys have a great, great day. I will see you again. And um, I hope you enjoyed this. This was way more teaching um, than I might typically do. I do more, a lot more teaching in my e-courses. Um, but you never know. This might be a new thing. Who knows? Jesus does what he wants. Amen. And I just obey. Okay. Talk to you guys later.
Bye.